0: Listener production. Our kitchen is always open. I'll have what she's having. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Ever heard of a pet hamster when you were growing up?
1: No. Me and my sister did in the backyard dig a bit of a hole uh, for it to be a future home of a guinea pig. I ah. thought uh, we could get a couple of guinea pigs. They were like five bucks or something at the, the pet shop. So we built them a home. Never arrived. It remained empty. We weren't able oh. to rent our, uh, our property. It was idle.
0: Oh, that, you couldn't Airbnb it for any other p- <laughs> for any other pigs <laughs> around? No,
1: unfortunately. And so I think it just got um,
0: filled in. Well, it's lucky you didn't have a hamster because um, I, I saw a headline recently, sneezing hamsters. This is from the scientificamerican.com. Um, You're uh, not I'm reading the Scientific
1: hamsters. American. What's going on here? How would you accidentally get onto this?
0: Okay, look, when I first looked at it, it was on news.com.au, okay? And then... <laughs> When I just re-Googled it, to quote it, uh, Scientific American popped up and I thought, that will make me look smarter. So, yes. All right. You caught me out. Are you happy? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah. All right. Now, tell us, now
1: that you've been exposed, what's what's going on there?
0: Sneezing hamsters sparked a COVID outbreak in Hong Kong. So, um, they're only the second species known to have spread the virus. But, uh, yeah, they reckon that they came in from a ship from Europe and then, uh, you know, a couple of achus uh, later and suddenly there's an outbreak. Oh, no.
1: Like, it's, I know animals can get it. Like, Tyron went to the zoo recently and he's like, yeah, the, um, they've got to keep you away from the tigers because tigers are pretty susceptible and it's quite an old one at the Melbourne Zoo.
0: So, what, tigers can get it? Yeah. Well, no, this, well, this article says it's only the second species to have gotten it. I think
1: two is to spread it, maybe. That's what, mm. that's the distinction.
0: Oh, They can get it, but maybe they can't give it to people Yeah. But the only other animal that can give it to people is the mink. Oh, no. So, there you go. Not the mink. (laughs) I mean, as if it wasn't hard enough to be a mink in 2022, (laughs) now they're just spreading stuff left and right. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, it could be a little bit of payback for a few of the blankets that have been made over the years (laughs) from the poor old mink.
0: (laughs) They're probably doing it on purpose. Yeah, come here. Come in. You
1: write a 4chan post saying that you're a mink insider and that's where it came from. People will be marching in the streets, mate.
0: (laughs) Um, Look, we got a massive show for you. Thank you very much for joining us. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Um, I try to stay off 4chan. I'm too scared of it, to be honest. I'm actually a little bit scared of it.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Hopefully you uh, enjoyed today's show. Let's get stuck into it, hey? Let's do it. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. You ever worked a retail job, Alex Tyson? <laughs> no, I have not worked a
1: retail job. Aside from the one time I worked for a retail outlet, it was a children's clothing outlet that were having a sale and they wanted two people to walk up and down the main street of Warnable. one of them in like a, I think it was a polar bear suit and the other one dressed as like some weird court jester. Me and my friend Josh did it.
0: Wow, you really get the good gigs, <laughs> and you make fun of me and my career.
1: <laughs> we got paid fifty bucks each for the day to wander up and down the street and hand out lollipops and or something like that. And so we weren't actually in the retail store, but um, that was that was where I. How old were you? Like sixteen, seventeen.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, that would have it been was, great. Yeah,
1: it was it was pretty good. Well,
0: back in bloody mid two thousand, you could have bought a house with that money back then. <laughs>
1: Would have put the deposits out for sure back then. Oh, man.
0: I worked at a video store and, mm. um, you know, I remember being bored. So I used one of the return slips that you get. You fill out when people do late fees. This is back in the day. Uh, or like if there's damage to the DVD, you, you'd fill out, you know, what the damage is and put it in a, in a certain returns box. Right. But I got really bored one day at the video store. So I just um, started making origami <laughs> with the return slips. And so I had all these really great, this array of origami, which I thought was like quite impressive, you know, crane, frog, little balloon, everything like that.
1: Was this around when you could just Google, you know, how to do origami or did you take a physical book into work?
0: I just know origami. (laughs) I just know all these things, okay? I I really like origami. I like origami, I like magic and I like Yoho Diablos, okay? That's who I am underneath this bad boy exterior. Okay, now, now, (laughs) now, I got, I did all the origami, okay? Sure.
1: We're talking the crane to start with.
0: Crane, frog, balloon. Frog's good. I got a bunch of these little sort of, my, my mm. repertoire. Anyway, I'd done the whole thing. Boss comes in. I'm like, check it out. Check out the origami. Boss wasn't impressed. The boss was like, oh, you did that while you've been here, hey? Did you think about maybe cleaning the shelves <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing a stock take or counting. Did you think about doing anything else? I thought I was doing quite a quite yeah. a service, you know, adding you some culture,
1: getting paid to be there and so right, using anyways. up their their pieces of paper.
0: Yeah, so I did get in a little bit of trouble, but not quite as much trouble as a uh, certain security guard out of Russia. Did you see this story, Alex Tyson? I've seen a few stories out of Russia, not
1: of not many of them comical. Uh <laughs> Recently, so, but I'm sure Matt O'Kind, with his digging, he's managed to fold this situation into something uh, light.
0: The good news that came out of Russia: the security guard bored at the uh, Yeltsin Center in Ekaterinburg, just bored, sees a painting, thinks, "Oh, be a bit funny if I drew some eyes on this painting, right?" <laughs> There's just three faceless figures on this painting. Bored security guard just draws just a couple, of little, just a, just a couple of little eyes on the painting, it's worth $1 million. (laughs) So he's just gone and ruined a $1 million painting, Uh, which, look, to be fair, it's only going to cost about $4,000 to repair.
1: Right, so it's repairable.
0: It is repairable, but it is insured for $1 million. But I dare say, if you're going to be doodling, (laughs) just check how much the paper's worth first.
1: Yeah, I doodled on many a Triple J rundown. At work.
0: Oh, my God. Do you know what? It just reminded me. I remember when we were at backstage at, um, I think it was a back to school party in Brisbane. and right.
1: <laughs> Like a back to uni
0: Brisbane yeah, yeah. Triple J party. We did, we party. did a back to school party, yeah. yeah. And, then, and like it was mad. It was all going off. Um, And uh, I remember the uh, Violent Soho Boys came around and Jerry, our PR person at Triple J, had organized this big photo board to get done. And the Violent Soho boys are backstage and I remember we were like, sign something. You know, sign the posters or sign something. He's like, yeah, yeah, can, can we sign this? I was like, yeah, of course. Go. <laughs> and so they whack this huge Violent Soho signature on it. And then Jerry comes in and is like, what? That thing's worth a $1,000? We need that thing all the time. <laughs> Oh, no. So um, <laughs> good on the lads there for doing a little bit of the old uh, Russian security guard. What expensive thing have you
1: graffitied? <laughs> I mean, yes. it's pretty niche. <laughs> That's a pretty niche talk, But not like... But I what have you to... done while bored at work is also pretty good. Yes. Get in touch. This is all day breakfast. Oops. Well, Matt, another big week in politics in Australia and with uh, myself, one of the hosts of All Day Breakfast, running for federal parliament this
0: year. It's time for another check-in of the campaign trail. I noticed your um, most recent post on Instagram hitting up the apostles, was it? Twelve apostles. I mean, it's great to be running in an electorate that encompasses one of the
1: uh, natural wonders of this country, the Twelve Apostles. I mean... It's about six or seven apostles now, thanks erosion. Ugh. But look, beautiful part of the world. Got a few photos taken as well, God, which is nice. Erosion Walks. is
0: annoying. <laughs> hey, does erosion has erosion ever done anything good? Honestly, um, I mean rivers, rocks, <laughs> terrible <laughs> teeth, awful beaches. Bye bye Noosa. <laughs>
1: My buddy plates at night. That's annoying to remember to put in all the time and brush.
0: Thanks. Wait, a- do you have a plate?
1: Well, yeah, because I've. Was grinding my teeth, so they're like, oh, you better put one of these in. So I gotta wear one of these lame things, go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why are you grinding your teeth? Because I mean, the, the campaign's very stressful. Uh, oh, it's a stressful campaign, yeah.
1: exactly right. <laughs> very stressful campaign, but it is important to uh, get a bit of levity within the campaign, and that's why I decided to invite the media around to my place and play uh, them an acoustic cover. Take
0: me to the, the Oh yeah, I heard about that. I I wasn't, to be honest. Like I couldn't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> Sixty minutes on Sunday night. Yeah, I didn't want to watch that either. Yeah. And then I heard about the ukulele thing, and I was like, I will, I will. I think it is possible to cringe to death. <laughs> so I just didn't want to do it. Hey, when are you going to start bad mouthing your opponents? You know what I mean? Like, can you yeah. can we start getting some smack talk happening? Or, or, or how are you going to play it? Because are you, are you just going to come out and just. Like absolutely WWE them or what?
1: <laughs> well, I want to run a positive campaign. You know, go out there and you know, be the change rather than jump on board the uh, the discourse of filth and mud <laughs> slinging. So I'll try and stay out of the mud and stay with the lighter moments. Found myself down at the Colac Races, Matt. Mm. Now, um, not a frequent race goer you know,
0: myself. You haven't usually done the uh, Melbourne Cup thing, have you?
1: No, I haven't done the Melbourne Cup thing. I don't usually go along. You know, it's just an industry I'm not really a part of. But you sort of toss up the ethics, you know, you see all sorts of things from all sides when it comes to these sort of things. And I sort of err on the side of, you know, I'm not sort of into that. There's the gambling side of thing. There's the drinking side of thing. There's the animal side of things. And whilst I don't usually get on board, I also, if I was to refuse to go along and meet... People who either a job it is who work there, who go down there for the day. I thought it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a very good local member if I was wasn't able to go and you know mix with people from everywhere. So
0: mm, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, you're find yourself in these positions a little bit more, aren't you? Absolutely right. Because I mean, you're going to be. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, I'm, I'm not into coal mining. Yeah, but then suddenly you're down there looking at five thousand people, <laughs> their babies in their arms. <laughs> going, yeah, sure. Well, what do you think about it now, mate? What are you
1: going <laughs> to exactly do? It's right. tough. And so I just go to meet the people and uh, that's what I did. And in fact, I jumped behind the bar and I was slinging beers. Oi. Used my RSA, oh. got online, updated the RSA.
0: One for you, one for me kind of business
1: or what? Oh, absolutely not, Matt. No, 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 no. But uh, it was great to meet a bunch of people <laughs> and I got an exclusive interview. This is the only media organisation that is going to give you this exclusive interview with the winner of the Colac Races, Fashions on the Field, whose name was Chris. Let's check in. Alright, down here at the Colac Races, fanboying out with the officially the most fashionable gentleman at the entire event here today, Chris from Colac. Congratulations.
0: Oh, Alex, that's just how I live my life, mate. Just fashionable. <laughs>
1: Certainly didn't enter that as a gag and somehow managed to win. I don't know how that's happened, but Pulled together the outfit from uh, the ties come from the bartender. <laughs> he donated a tie to you. got told, quickly run and grab yourself a tie. So the bartender's given me his tie, a hat from someone randomly in the crowd, and it's all come together. So where'd you pull the hat from? Because that well, that's a really completed the one salmon one? blazer look with the green pants. You got what what boots you got on there? They the uh... mate. These are just alchipo boots that are falling apart. <laughs> literally don't know how I pulled this off. As one of the judges said, totally Bradbury, Bradbury that. There you go. There was one tie at the, at the like races. Did the rounds between everyone. The
0: bartender was the best dressed before it yeah. got stolen <laughs> off him. Give that yeah. man a tip. Well, congrats to Chris. And congrats to you as well for uh, continuing the campaign trail. How, how, when's the election again? Uh, they're looking at May. All right. Plenty of time to get yourself a very nice tie. Oh. Did you keep your streak, Alex Dyson? My Wordle streak? Yeah, when they, when they migrated to New York Times. Certainly did. People were nervous. And when I saw that little header on the page, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm only 15 deep, but I'm going for 100.
1: Yeah. Well, I lost my first Wordle I don't know if you've played that yet. No, what's that? Instead of Wordle, it's Worldle. It takes a bit to find because when you type it in, they go, showing results for Wordle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So you do have to find it, but they show the silhouette of a country um, and you type in which country you think that is and then they'll say how close it is, Oh, how close the country you guessed is to the country that it actually is. That's... The internet is so whack. Anyways, <laughs> honestly, it's fun. But I couldn't guess Saint Lucia, which was in the uh, you know in the Caribbean. I couldn't um, guess the shape of Saint oh, Lucia.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I've never I've never looked at the shape of Saint Lucia. I went to <laughs> primary school in Saint Lucia in Brisbane. Oh yeah, I could draw that even with my eyes closed. But uh, <laughs> a bird's eye view. But no, not the country. It saved a woman's life. Did you see the the eighty year old woman who was being held hostage? Yeah, I kind of saw the article about this. Yeah, you see the headline? It's it's wild stuff, right? Because, yeah. I mean, in terms of guessing things, right? I Because um, I've, you know, Wordle, like every single day, you, you know, I'm guessing something. And I, <laughs> and I feel like I'm on a guessing streak because mm. I was setting up a new, like, secondhand TV that I got. Mm. Oh, actually, which reminds me, here's another thing. <laughs> We've been buying, like, secondhand mattresses from Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. We go to this Lifeline store, um, you know, over the weekend. Bell's buying all these books. I went and got my snags. I talked about it all yesterday. Right, drop the snag. Listen to f one of this week if you want to get in on the contentious issue. Anyways, I go, oh well, I want to when I get back to the Lifeline. She's like, it's so much good stuff in there. You should check it out. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I go in. I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, do I really want to buy a Scrabble dictionary for fifty cents? <laughs> oh, maybe I'll buy like a you know an old joke book or whatever. And then I just saw a water bottle, and I was like, oh great, I need a water bottle. So I bought mm-hmm. a you know two dollar water bottle, pretty nice, sturdy. I walk out. Bell's like, nah, I would never buy a water bottle. <laughs> from a secondhand store. I'm like, we've been lying in people's messes. Like, I don't understand why. So
1: mattress, yes. Water bottle, no. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: right? Anyways, but then she put the fear into me, and now I'm like, oh, what if there's something in there? Now I've got to go <laughs> boil it in some huge pot that I don't have. Anyways, so setting up the new TV, it comes up with this thing. Oh, you need to enter the pin before you can do a factory reset. I'm oh,
1: like, my God.
0: I'm like, I don't, this person... The person who sold it to me didn't mention anything about some pin. It's This just is giving me the amount, the flashbacks this
1: has giving me, Matt, to sitting in the car, going to listen to the radio. Like, oh, sure, just put in the pin and you can listen to the radio. You're like, hang on, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want to hear There's Like, no, 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 no. Pin, please. And you're like, it's like, oh, I want to change. It's daylight savings. I want to change the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. What's the password? Oh,
0: like, I- <laughs> What is Dashes doing? I just wanted to reset the TV. Like, do you think that someone, <laughs> is some hacker coming in to fully like it's reset your TV? I don't so know. So I who. do one, two, three, four. It's wrong. I'm like, well, that was my only guess. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. So then I do that
1: and I get through and I'm like,
0: oh, yes. <laughs> Hail Mary the pin. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the big old guess.
0: I remember you, you've uh, hailed married a, a password once.
1: Yeah, I was in <laughs> i was in um, media in year 11 sitting in the back computer where you can do some video editing, right? And I wanted to go on there. Teacher wasn't around and her login was still left in there and I'm like, oh, my God, what's her, her password? This is super annoying. And I look up and I see the poster there of what car she drives, which is a Mazda MX-5, and she just get, <laughs> got the new one every year, just upgraded to the new one. I'm like, hmm. First guest, type in the password Mazda. Boom, straight in. First <laughs> guest. <love> <laughs> hacker extraordinaire. Yes. Did you tell
0: her that you knew her password? You could well, my,
1: got, I, I you told get... my friend, and then she was so amazed that she snitched the teacher. And I'm like, oh, oh So I didn't have the, because you got free printing at school. You know, I could have had all of it. I've got to be rich.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, back to the story, the shocking <laughs> story out of Chicago. 80-year-old uh, woman, as is reported by 9news.com.au, um, 80-year-old woman held hostage in her home for nearly 21 hours by a naked man with scissors. Oh, my God. Right? And police went and checked on her partly because she hadn't sent her daughter her daily Wordle score. Yep. The morning tradition didn't happen. Yes. And so she was like, something's wrong. <laughs> Go around and see her. Something is wrong. And they did. And then she, she got out. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, amazing stuff. I was
1: watching some comedy the, over the weekend. I think it was Lloyd Langford was saying there was a dude in Melbourne, naked dude got up on top of a tram with scissors and was causing all sorts of mischief in Melbourne the other day. What is well, it with I these mean, naked men and
0: scissors? I've been, Look, dude, I had to buy a new PowerPoint recently, a power cord adapter. And it was in one of those plastic enclosures. Yep and just trying to get that thing out of the box. I mean, you've ranted about it. Dog's talked about it before, but, I mean, you're hacking away at it with scissors, trying to get it. But I mean, I, w- I was almost pushed to the limits myself. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, why are they making it so hard? I felt like ripping off all my clothes and just standing on a tram. Dad just wanted power to my computer.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the good news is she was all fine, and did she get the five-letter word in the end? Was she able to to, to nail it? Pretty sure the streak continued. Well, I'll tell you what, someone was streaking in their house. That's for sure. <laughs> Look, that kind of us to the end of another episode. <laughs>
0: hey, we're very glad that she's okay. Let's can we be very clear about this? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure that that was a, a harrowing ev- uh, event. We're very glad that she's well.
1: Don't get naked. Don't run with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get naked and run with scissors. <laughs>
0: We're very glad that you listened to our show as well. Thank you very much for joining us. My name's Matt. That's Alex Dyson. We will catch you tomorrow with another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Bye.
1: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.